Welcome to the Chad Cargill ACT Test Prep Podcast, coming to you from the Ollie Ray Ranch in Choctaw, Oklahoma. It's great to be with you for episode 21, How to Triple Your Reading Speed in a Few Easy Steps. My goal is to give practical tips to help you increase ACT scores, qualify for college, and win those much-needed scholarships. We'll talk colleges, careers, and most of all, test-taking strategies and tips. Reading speed is a huge frustration for a lot of students. And not only the speed, but the ability to comprehend. And in this episode, I'm gonna teach you a few easy steps that you can immediately start implementing to greatly increase your speed and comprehension. It's really incredible. It's not that hard to do. And if you practice just a little, you could see immediate improvement. And look, there's a reason why some universities even require incoming freshmen to take a speed reading course before they start college. It's that needed for those college courses. We know we're gonna have to read a bunch, and especially even now, reading our books and, and textbooks or whatever. When we learn to read efficiently, meaning with speed and comprehension, it can really change everything. And so I'm glad you joined for this episode and I can't wait to teach you what I'm so excited about. And that is a simple technique of speed reading. Now the average adult is reading about 200 to 250 words per minute. Now fast readers, very common for what we would consider fast readers to be over 700 words per minute. That's well-documented. John F. Kennedy, when he was president, he read at 1,200 words per minute with comprehension. It's told that he would have multiple newspapers delivered to him in the morning, and before he got out of bed, he would read these papers. Then he would go to meetings, and he would discuss what he had read. So it's possible to get really, really fast. Now, how do you get to these speeds, and how at these speeds could we even comprehend? That's always the question. It's like, well, if I'm reading that quickly, how in the world will I ever know what I read? But yet, you see these people who are reading these big books, and I watch them, and they turn the page, and then they read a lot, they turn the page, and I'm like, my gosh, how are you doing that? And then you ask them about the book, and they tell you all about it, and they, you know, students pass the AR test, and so I'm, I just have never really understood that. Well, let's talk through how they do it, how they got there, and how you can get there also. First, common mistakes. Number one, don't speak what you read. It's very common for a person who is reading to whisper what he reads. For example, the intro that I give to the podcast. If I was reading it, many people would whisper it. It would be, my goal is to give practical tips to help you increase ACT scores, qualify for college. You would actually whisper it. And this usually drives you crazy because you got that dude next to you who's over there whispering during the reading section of the ACT. And you do not want to speak what you read. And I'll tell you why in just a minute. The second one is some people don't speak it, but they actually do silent lip movements as if they're saying what they're reading. And it's like you watch someone reading and she's over there as like doing lip aerobics. We don't want to do that. And we'll talk about that in a second. And the third is you don't want to breathe what you read. Let's start back with that first one, speak. When you speak what you read, you force your eyes to stop at every word. You will only read as fast as you can speak it. If you were reading my intro to this podcast, you would stop at every word. 
We'll talk colleges, careers, and most of all, test-taking strategies and tips. You do not want to do that. We don't want to stop at each word. So if you speak it, you have to stop at each word. And you're only going to go as fast as you speak. So don't speak what you read. Now, the lip aerobics, like silent lip movements to what you're reading. That is only slightly faster because you still stop on each word until your mind says it. Now, some get around this by not moving their lips. They actually end up reading as if they're a ventriloquist. Now, often this is because in elementary school, a teacher or a parent said, hey, stop speaking it. Read with your eyes, not with your mouth. I use that line with my kids all the time. I, I told you I got a bunch of kids. My third grade daughter, she's going to be third grade next year, Carly. I tell her, Carly, quit talking while you're reading. Quit saying it. I want you to read with your eyes, not with your mouth. So some students, in order to get around that, they don't move their lips. And you could see this because they still have the motions like a ventriloquist. You'll see the throat moving. I was even at one school, this is several years back, but I was doing a faculty workshop at a school. And the uh, school told me, the, the faculty told me, they said, now here, the way we stop them from speaking it is when they're in elementary school, we tell the students to put their pencil between their teeth. That way they can't speak it. The problem is, is that's a great school for ventriloquists, all right? Because kids are going to figure out a way to speak it. So you can always see this if you look at, uh, you know, you'll see students reading and the throat is just moving like crazy. So we don't want to do that either. Now, the last one was the breathing. And this is the one that many adults do, students, and most who do this do not even recognize that you do it. So think about this now when I'm talking through this, because some of you will be like, oh my gosh, that's what I do. It would work like this. If I'm reading a sentence, I actually breathe as if I'm saying what I read. I'm not necessarily moving my lips. I'm not speaking it. But my intro line, my goal is to give practical tips to help you increase ACT scores. You would read it with a deep breath. It'd be like, and if you do that, it's like you're inflating a balloon. And what happens on an ACT is it's a 40 question, 35 minute reading test. And if you breathe like that for 35 minutes and odds are you're going pretty quickly, you pass out. So we don't want to do that. We want to make sure that we read in peace. Be calm, read in peace. So let's go over a few keys that will help you transition from that style of reading to a more efficient style of reading. First, we want to read with our eyes only. So again, we're going to calm everything, calm the mouth, calm the breathing, read with the eyes only. This may take a conscious effort in the beginning. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to stop doing that. Read with the eyes only. The eyes should move down the page. Read with the eyes only. And, and again, for some, it's going to take determination to say, all right, this is how I'm going to start reading. Second, we're going to visualize what we read. This is crucial. And I think we've all been there. You read a story or you read a few pages, you get to the end. And well, let's just, let's just step back for a second and talk ACT passages. The ACT passages are just stupid. All right. I mean, some of these things I'm like, who came up with, where did we get that? What? Anyway. So what happens is I think some students, you know, most students for that matter, probably really try. And you read that first paragraph, 
But I mean, like things are going nuts and, you know, then you, these stories are so stupid. We naturally wander off into la la land, right? I think I've talked about this in a past episode, but we naturally wander off and we get to the end of the passage finally. And we're like, oh my gosh, what did I just read? So we want to visualize what we read as we read it, because when you visualize it, it becomes real. We can relate it. We can think about what it said and, and we can think back to those images. And again, those images contain a lot of facts. So we're going to read with our eyes only. We're going to visualize. Now here is the third one. Instead of stopping at each word, you want to read in groups of words, focusing on keywords. Now we're going to play a little game here. So wherever you are, I want you to just pause for a second and I'm going to give you three things. And when I do, I want you to think about these three things and I want you to create a simple sentence or phrase using these three things. Now, don't be creative here. If you like come up with some crazy creative thing, I mean, like some of you are going to have to just like, you know, scale that back for a second. Be very simple in your thoughts here. I'm going to give you three things and I want you to create the simplest phrase you can using these three things. Here we go. Morning as in the time of day trip as in a vacation and art museum. So I want you to come up with a phrase. Again, don't be creative. Very simple phrase morning using morning trip art museum. Okay. You got it. If you were able to speak back to me right now and tell me your phrase, I will guarantee you there are many out there who made a phrase like this in the morning. We're taking a trip to the art museum. Tomorrow morning, we're going on a trip to an art museum. Now, I could say about five versions of this, and I would knock out 90% of the listeners. Now, let me give you the actual phrase that that came from. On the morning of the trip to the art museum. Most people would read that on the morning of the trip to the art museum. You don't want to do that. Instead, you're looking for natural groupings of the words. We've got on the morning of the trip to the art museum. Now in my workshop, I actually put that phrase on the screen. I show them by flashing those groups on the screen. So it flashes the first one, then the second one, then the third one. Then I do an exercise where I actually put diamonds below the groups. And I tell the students this time, only look at the diamonds. Let your peripheral vision see the groups as a whole. When you do this, your eyes naturally catch morning trip and museum. And for some, it'll be morning trip art museum. It is scientifically proven that if you learn to read like that, not only does your speed increase, but your comprehension does as well. See, we just proved in this exercise, you don't need on the, of the, to the, to comprehend that line. You need morning trip art museum. And the brain is amazing. It ties it together. You actually create that line or that phrase without all that other. And people who read at high words per minute and comprehend well, read like that. Because if you read every word, if you're stopping at every word, you actually slow the brain down, you slow the processing down, and you are having to figure out or decipher or filter junk that is not needed to comprehend. You have to remember to keep your eyes moving through the page. So once you've mastered or we've practiced these techniques I've talked about already, a lot of you will do what I used to do and what I still do today. I really struggle with this. I read a line, then I go back and I read the exact same line again, right? 
It's just common. I mean, a lot of us do that and I do it all the time and it drives me nuts. And so you can practice or train yourself not to do that. And you want to keep your eyes moving down the page. So I'm going to give you a technique or strategy. Now, I told you last week in the episode that I'm going to teach speed reading. I'm going to tell you two ways to do this. I'm going to tell you how to do it on your own. And I'm going to tell you how you can do it using our software. But first, I want to tell you how you can do it on your own. All right. So here's how we're going to train ourselves. Once we try to apply those techniques I talked about, here's how we train ourselves. First thing, you got to get a book. I know, seriously, get a book. Yep. You may even have to go to the library. Okay. Figure out where the library is. When I'm in the schools, I'm like, yeah, the library's in this building somewhere. All right. Some of you need to find it. Okay. It's a great place. <laughs> so get a book. Now for ACT purposes, I like to practice this with a book that has narrow columns. I want something about the width of an ACT column. All right. Now look, it's not absolutely necessary that it's that. But man, the width of an ACT column is really a good width to practice speed reading because that width, you can usually get three or so groupings per line. And I like that. And I can really keep my eyes moving. And so I, I like to do it with something that is no wider than a note card. All right. And we're going to talk about the note card here in just a second. So I get the book with narrow columns. Then I want to set a timer on my phone for three minutes. Now, notice here, everyone, I did not say 30. I said three. Three minutes. That's it. That's all I'm asking. We're going to start with three. When you're ready, you hit go. You start reading. But here's the key. We take a note card and we slide it from the top of the column down as we read it. Now, a lot of us, when we were younger, we know that we were taught to put our fingers under the words. You never want to do that because, again, the finger under each word, you stop at each word. Some of us, we like to put a piece of paper under the line and we'll slide it down, down, down. Okay. Now I use this. I, I, I do have an issue. Um, there's a technical term for this, but the words float on the page when I look at it, uh, especially if I'm under fluorescent lights. Okay. And so I know it's one of the types of dyslexia. I didn't, I didn't know that I had that, but I always would struggle with that. I'd try to read I'd get very fatigued. My eyes, I'd get real tired and the words would start floating. Now, if you have that issue, one thing I've found that really helps is to get your book in the shadows. So if you're under fluorescent lighting, when you test, you want to pull the booklet in close to you and you want the book to be in the shadows. If you wear a ball cap, I found that if you struggle with this, as I have in the past, I found that if I wear a ball cap, and I pull it down and I lean over the test, it helps me get the words in the shadows. That dark paper helps also, so it doesn't reflect as much. But man, if I can get the, the wording in the shadows many times, the words won't float as much for me and it makes it easier for me to read it, okay? So what I wanna do here is I want to take that note card and I'm going to slide that card from the top down. So I lay it over the column and as I read, I slide it down the page as I go. The key here, because we're trying to increase speed and comprehension, is you must slide the card at a rate that is slightly uncomfortable. Now, there's a lot of advantages to software. This is one of the biggest ones. It is really difficult to do this where, and I don't say really difficult, it's probably not the right words there. It is challenging to slide the card at a rate that is slightly faster than what you read. 
it's just difficult to do that manually because you're always wanting to slow down and stop it. You got to keep the card moving. You want to slide it at a rate that is slightly uncomfortable. Turn the page, slide, turn the page, slide. Now, when the timer goes off at the end of three minutes, I want you to stop. In that three-minute period, every time you get comfortable, like you're like, oh yeah, I'm staying ahead of it. You've got to consciously speed that card up. You're trying to speed it up. Every time you get comfortable, you got to speed it up slightly. When the three-minute timer goes off, you stop. I would encourage you to get up and stretch real quickly. Just stretch for 15, 30 seconds. I don't care. And when you do that, when you're stretching, reset the timer on your phone for two minutes. Two, that's it. Then you hit go. You continue reading where you left off. This time you are not sliding the card. What you do this time is you're trying to keep your eyes moving down the page at the rate you were sliding that card. Again, focusing or reading in groups of words, focusing on keywords as you go. When your timer goes off at the end of two minutes, I would put your book up and walk away. If you would do this every day for at least a week, preferably I'd like two weeks of that. We're only going five minutes, three with the card, two without. But let's just say one week. If you do that every day and you're genuinely trying to read in groups of words, visualizing, focusing on keywords, keep the card moving at a rate that is slightly uncomfortable, you'll be amazed how much faster you start reading and comprehension actually goes up. On a side note here, I talked about this like a million times on this podcast series. If you pick a book about something you love and you actually do what I'm teaching, you may actually start enjoying the book. Very common. Students come to me who do this after my class. I tell them to do it and then I come back. They're like, listen, I actually started enjoying the book. Again, we know that people who read win. Win on ACTs. They, they win in life. They know more. They're able to discuss. You can meet anybody and just have discussions if you read a lot because you know so much about things. We need to start reading. If you do it every day for one week, I'd be pretty excited to see what happened. All right. Now, here is another great exercise. I would download the Bible app. On mine, I have, I just have an iPhone and I use the Bible app version. So if, if you uh, just get on, you know, your app store, search for version. All right. So here's how we're going to do it. When you download the Bible app, put it on audio of the English standard version. Then there's a speed dial. You want to increase that speed to 1.25. And then you go to 1.5. You can start increasing that speed. Now, if you're a really slow reader, maybe 1x is fast enough for you. But put it at the speed that is slightly uncomfortable. Then, as he reads it to you, scroll on the screen. Keep increasing the speed. And what will happen is, in order to stay up with him, you'll quickly learn to read in groups of words, and you'll focus on keywords, and your comprehension actually increases. Now, that's a way that you could just do it right now without having to do anything crazy or whatever. Another way you could do this is get, if, if you have access to it, get your library app on your phone. So I have that also. I, I live in Choctaw, Oklahoma, and I have our Metropolitan Library app. So the, I just went up to the library and I said, hey, I got to have the app thing where I can download audiobooks. So I do that. Then I also have Audible. I have a subscription to Audible, which I absolutely love. And so, and today I was listening to the, the new uh, Hunger Games book, which, oh my gosh, it's just fantastic. If you do that, if you have the hard copy and the audio version, you can do the same thing. You can have the reader of the audio book cranked up just a little bit, try to follow along, 
and make sure that it is being read at a rate faster than you do. And you will naturally start doing this. That's how you could try to do it manually and on your own. Now, if you don't want to do that manually, I would encourage you strongly to go to speedreading.chadcargo.com. Let me tell you how our software works. And when I designed this, I designed this seven years ago. I, I wanted to take all of this stuff I just taught and try to implement it in a very simple way that you could increase your speed. So let's go through how you do it. On my software, you will set your baseline. So you'll set a, a passage will appear, you'll hit go, you'll read it, you'll hit stop, and it'll tell you about how many words per minute you are reading right now. That sets your baseline. It knows you. So you're logging in each time and it knows you, it knows where you are and where you know what, what you're doing. All right, so you'll complete three types of exercises. There are visualization exercises. So we're going to do exercises that train you on taking a list of facts or group of facts, tying those together into images or series. If you practice that a little bit, it's amazing how good you can get. We do visualization exercises. We do word grouping exercises. So in this, in the software, passages will appear and then we have it programmed to where as you read it, it is flashing your group. So it forces you to read in groups of words. In, in the speed reading industry, they'll call it chunking. You should read in chunks of, of, of words or chunking. So we're doing word grouping. And what's great about it is because the software re knows where you're at. It knows your baseline and it knows how you have progressed. It always increases the rate of the chunking or the word grouping, the flashing based on where you're at. So it's always stretching you to go just a little bit faster. And as you progress, the next time you're doing those word grouping exercises, you're going to notice it's going a little faster yet again. Then there are eye movement exercises where you're going to work on moving down the page again, slightly at a speed that's uncomfortable. And this is where software has a great advantage because you don't have to worry about sliding it with your hand and hoping you're keep, you know, you keep going and hoping you're keeping it uncomfortable because it does it for you. Now, as you progress on our software, you unlock increased speed levels and eventually you work your way all the way up. You're, you're unlocking badges as you go. And then you unlock the coveted ninja badge. All right. And the ninja badge. Now, not a ton of people get this, but we have had some that get to this. And the ninja badge on our site is a thousand words per minute. And the, the way you advance is you'll do a speed challenge. And when you do a speed challenge, you'll hit go. A passage will appear you haven't seen before. The bar goes down the screen at the speed you've been training. And then comprehension questions appear. If you can get them right, you've proven that you can comprehend at that speed. You unlock that badge. You advance to the next level. So a thousand words a minute is our ninja badge. You know, I, I remember I was teaching at a class and this girl came to me before I started and she said, Mr. Cargill, she's like, I love your speed reading software. And I'm like, great. I'm so happy to hear that. And she said, I just wanted you to know that I got the ninja badge. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we've had one ninja and you're the ninja. And she's like, yes, I absolutely love it. Uh, she's like, but she goes, I want to go faster. And she goes, I need some more badges. And I'm like, what's better than a ninja? And she goes, how about a samurai? Okay. So anyway, I, uh, no, we stop at the ninja, but okay. So once you create your account, you'll, you'll establish that baseline speed. Then you'll do the exercises. Then you complete the challenge to see if you've mastered the speed. And again, you get the comprehension questions correct. You jump to the next level and remembers where you're at. So each time you log in, you can start again. Now, what I find interesting is 
Students increase unbelievably quickly on this. It's very common in short amount of times for students to double or even triple on this. I will warn you that if you use this for the next month and you see a big increase, and then over the next six months, you go back to speaking each word as you read it, you're going to degrade. So you're going to have to think about it and maybe even go back and do a few exercises again, because we're going to have to make sure that we're continuing to use this and reading that way. We want to make that our new lifestyle of reading. Sammy from Owasso sent me a message and he said, using your book and speed reading program, I was able to improve my reading score by six points. My last three tests, my highest I was able to get was 25. And then he got his scores back on the September ACT and knocked out a 31 in reading. And so you can really improve your reading. And I get a lot of great stories and testimonials and people who see these big increases in a short amount of time. And so you could do that as well. A one-year subscription to my speed reading software is $39. So for $39, that locks you in for one year and it's not gonna auto-renew on you or anything crazy like that. So 39 bucks and, and listen, try it for a few days. If you don't like it, send me an email, send us a, a message, we'll refund you, all right? So don't worry about it, we can always refund you. You got a few days to give it a whirl and see what you think. But uh, yeah, one-year subscription, $39. And if you think about the number of hours that you'll spend reading at a slower rate with less comprehension, that's a pretty small investment to make a big improvement. All right, so that's how you can improve your speed and comprehension, whether you're doing it on your own, manually, or with software. Again, that is speedreading.chadcargill.com. And on my site, you'll again find all my classes. I gave my first online class this past week. I did one for Henderson State University's Upper Bound, and it was awesome. I uh, loved it. We did it with Crowdcast, and it just worked out great. I'm looking into more of those. And if you're a faculty member listening to this episode, I am starting to schedule faculty training workshops online. So during the COVID and the pandemic and all that, if faculties want to get their training hours in, I can do those online using Crowdcast. It's a great interactive platform and we can get those done virtually this summer or in August when you come back. And that may be a great way that we can do that. So you can reach out to our office. Uh, my assistant is Penny. Penny is uh, always scheduling all this stuff for me. And so uh, uh, call our office at 405-454-3233 or just send an email to penny at chadcargill.com. And for the parents out there, I am getting closer on the mastermind groups and I'll have a lot of information coming about that later. But basically, it's gonna be um, a very limited amount of parents will be able to be part of a, um, a mastermind community where uh, if you have a high school senior, uh, we'll have a group of senior parents that will work with me directly and so we'll have a Slack channel and we'll be able to communicate. I'll be answering questions on that daily or whenever they're asked. We're going to have uh, 
uh, monthly calls where we're all going to be on together. And we're going to talk about the challenges you're going through and, and uh, ways that we can help each other. So we're going to do that for seniors. We'll have a, a group for juniors as well. I'm not sure if we're going to do a sophomore freshman group, but uh, I've got a lot of details coming on that later. If you're interested in that, just keep uh, listening or reach out to me and let me know that that might be something that you're interested in. And hopefully, I'm, again, I'm trying to finalize on uh, you know, what we're going to charge for that and what all is going to be included in that. But I think it'd be a great way that you would have access to me and I would be able to be a little more individualized in my help. And what I've found in mastermind groups that I'm in, I'm in a great mastermind group for writing right now. I'm writing, as I've shared, I'm writing the book, uh, the story of my kids and my adoption of my six kids and, and that whole crazy um, journey. And I'm in a mastermind group for writers and uh, it's, it's incredible how, man, we really help each other and, and, uh, it's been very beneficial. So anyway, I'm going to be, uh, starting a couple of those, uh, this fall or later this summer fall. So you can be looking for those if you're interested. Well, hopefully we're all going to get back to school, man. I golly, I hope we get back to school. I just really hope that we're back and that sports are going and, and all that. And I'm sure you are as well. And so we'll just have to keep an eye on that and hopefully everything's going to work out for this school year. I appreciate you listening. I know each week you're giving up, you know, a half hour roughly of your time. And I, I don't, I don't take that lightly. Uh, I appreciate that. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with somebody and hopefully this will be beneficial to them as well. All right. Well, everyone have a great week. Thank you for listening. Talk to you again soon.